So hi, I'm here at last at the mecca of record stores, the sound cellar with the famous Tommy Ty. How are you, Tommy? Grand, thank you. Grand, grand. Thanks for coming down. I'm delighted to be here. Um, I just want to say, first of all, congratulations. You're nearly heading to 50 years opening. Yeah, very close right now. Very close. And um, all the lads from Cork, all those smokers from Cork, we all uh, <laughs> pass on the congratulations, yeah. oh. you know? Great, great people down there. Great people. I've great, great. And they still come into me still. A lot of them people have been around even when I started up. Yeah. I got to know them all over the years and they still come in. Yeah. Still oh, come sure. in. We all have many albums. Yeah. Of course there, you right? do. Yeah. Pretty sure you have. And it's great that, again, like, you know us by name as well. Yeah. Oh, yes. Of course. Of course. But the, um, all through the years, I always got great support from Cork. Always did. Always did. And it wasn't postage thing. They had to come up. Yes. That was all part of it. And then we stand here talking bullshit for the whole day on a Saturday. <laughs> and it was absolutely terrific. You know, you, you, there was always something new to talk about. New bands, where, where I was, but they did, they did come in. And they supported me big time, big yeah. time. Yeah, usually we'd be up for gigs and stuff. Of course, the first, yeah. It wasn't yeah. the pub you go to first. It wasn't the hotel no. you go yeah. to or the yeah. hostel yeah. you go yeah. into Tommy Tommy's straight yeah. away yeah. and see what the latest yeah. stuff was. Well, you see, in those days, they had to get the stuff off me because they couldn't bring it with them. They to, so they had to get them back to the hotel, wherever they were staying, leave them in, and then off to get <laughs> <laughs> drunk. <laughs> Just mental. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, because um, I have a young audience as well, would you mind explaining how the sound cellar came about? Oh, um. um when I started off, first I was with Pat Egan. Pat Egan um, now would have been. He was the. Uh, he would he, been he was a promoter. That's right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Rory Gallagher, the whole lot of them. Cool. Like I remember at the time, I was very very young when I started, um, with Pat. Um, um, you know, he 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 came to the ranks very fast. He not into the metal stuff himself, but he was into rock. Okay. In those days, the rock was. You know, country, or it was more like country rock. And, he, you know, Led Zeppelin, of course, okay. had just come at the time. And, he, of course, we was the force to bring them in. You know, he he had a whole DJ show on the road himself. And that's where I came in. I was working okay. with him at that. And as far as that sound seller was concerned, he went into the record business. And um, he took over here, of course, with me. I was working. I was saving my time at one thing. And, and in the evening time, I was with Pat. Okay. We were out. We used to do about five or six um, different shows a night, right. DJing. Yeah. So he came in here then, and, and that's how it all started. It was simple enough. It just got going. Brilliant stuff. And um, would he? Would you have met Phil Linnett or any of them? Of course, they were all down here over the really? years. Oh yeah, yeah, of course they were. Any it pictures was, and stuff? Oh yes, yeah, of course. Very sad thinking about all those lads now when they're all gone. Yeah, Gary Moore as well. Of course, big time, big time. Rory, Jesus, actually hardly any of them left really, is there? No, a few of them still going around, like Ed Dean and them, a few of them. But that's it, you know, the yeah. very few. Yeah. Pat Harris as well, too, but that's it. Yeah, I know, yeah. So you took over the business then, Tommy, after Pat? Yeah, just, uh, I took it over for me. So first of all, I went in, we were sort of, between us, we were doing it. And then Pat was, he'd, he had another shop in Cork as well, and we'd done that for a few. Then he decided then he wanted to get over all together. So Pat Egan, of course, yeah, yeah. the Queen's Old Castle. Yeah, that's right. Remember, Queen's he was in Street Cork Salt. as well, Patrick Street, Cork. He yes. had a shop down there. I didn't realise it was him that yeah. owned that. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. And I was looking after Dublin, he was looking after Cork, but he then decided he wanted to go off and do something else. I'm sorry, he was, Tommy, he was, was, was Pat from Dublin? Oh, originally? yes, okay. yeah, in the city centre, like, like, okay. not too far from Dalymount Park, the Matter Hospital around that okay. area. <coughs> But he um he wanted to go on then and do the, the the concert scene more, so I stayed here like we worked it for a while a bit and then it just eventually he's moved on, 
and I stayed here, and that's why yeah. that's why I'm here now. Fair play. Well, um, before that alone, we would we had done a lot of um, gigs, like all through the years. Paddy would have been one of the first there himself, and and um, um, you know the promoters that were around, Jack Fitzgerald, and you know, um, 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 you know, it, it was it was. There was only there was only really two promoters at the time in Dublin. In Dublin, really, and That's strange, um, isn't that yeah, you know, and um, Jim Aiken was one who who, who unfortunately passed away. And then Peter Aiken took over. He took that, and then of course Dennis Desmond came along and okay. took the thing the whole up with the horse. But Pat, to me, was the was the one that start that sort of broke before Pat started up. We he he used to and, and introduce the bands for the for the lads themselves. Okay. But the um he he started then with the Flying Burrito Brothers, JJ Kale. All the these bands, brothers yes, in Dublin. JJ Kale, Jesus. Roger McGuinn, you know Emma Lou Harris, Linda, Ro- the whole lot. He brought them all in and just broke the whole thing wide open. Right. All of a sudden, it was so it was so popular that you know we hadn't got the venues. Yeah, I was just going to ask what venues. The venues. Was, was, were well, you the using Olympia that? was there, of course, and and the um, the SFX and a lot oh, of yeah. the metalheads had know yes, all about course, you know, yeah. and even the TV club and you Never know heard the, of that. Harker Street and the COE club and Marlborough Street down just down from the progress. They hosted the gigs things. as well. Yeah, they all done the gigs at the time, and it just got so. popular popular right and then of course that and pat, pat then decided that he was uh, he was he was he he was do, he was doing a certain amount with the, he was working with um with them um, hosting and all around the town and all like that and um he he's I th- personally i think you know he i won't say he lost interest right. but he he didn't seem to have the same sparkle that he once okay. had on it yeah so he just laid back for a while he's back again now doing them again and he's that's unbelievable he's, yeah like pat starts working you know does all the the stuff down say on a christmas time down in, in all the hotels and all all over the country yeah does them in in scotland wales the whole yeah. lot a right showman then, yeah. yeah so he starts at the start of the year for christmas right but that's okay. what he's doing now and he's brilliant at it jeez all the promoters over here are brilliant at it because for, they have to be good at it. Yeah. If not, they're not going to get on. Yes, they correct. all are. Every one yeah. of them are excellent at it. There's a good sense of community amongst, yes. amongst yeah. them now, yeah. even. You know, it's yeah. not, not competitive at all. Yeah. No, it's not. No. Well, they all have their own venue, you see. You know, yeah. you have uh, Peter Aiken, who has Vicar Street. You've got Dennis Desmond, who's the Olympia. Yeah. And, of course, the they all have the three arena. Yeah, the lads in DME have the DME, exactly. I was going to come to them. I couldn't forget them, my old no. friends. <laughs> H wouldn't forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, the, the DME, is as they've bro- broken up the whole metal scene. Yes. As we have. know it. Like the, the, Correct. I mean, I'm not talking about the, the, the Judas Priest. No, I'm talking about the Mayhems and the, the, these bands, the, the black metal bands. They've yeah. taken that all creator and all. Yeah. Flotsam and Jetsam, Overkill. That's what he looks after. Yeah, and they get them into Vicar Street. They well, get them, yeah. Oh, yes, of course, and the Olympia. Like, there's no such thing as th- if you're paying your fee and you're got you, you can take your choice of venues yeah. if they're available. Yeah. Um. Back in the so back in the seventies, what was yeah. the scene like then? I mean, like, were were like Tin Lizzy playing much around Dublin? Or no, they? not really. They're huge in America. They they had tried to break America, but they were certain places. They were huge all right. And then, of course, all the bands were trying to break America. Yeah. And I thought it was an awful mistake. Okay. Because uh, you had to put an awful lot of money into it. Right. Okay. And, and uh, I don't think it was worth it. You know what was wrong with Tin Lizzy? They came too early. Yeah, they were a bit ahead of Came the time. Came too early. Like, Gary Moore was an amazing guitar player. Mm. Fantastic. Yeah. 
and there was so many great bands around. There was another band from the north called Dave Lewis and the Methods. They were absolutely super, right, super okay. great guitar player. I've often wondered whatever happened to him. I came across a lad called Dave Lewis, but I don't think it's the same guy. Yeah, you know, you know. Um, um, Any other Cuba bands Nation. that stand out kind of at that that time around the time? Yeah. Oh, there was a great blues band called The Few. The they were Few, super, okay. Yeah. And then, but at the Dublin, there were some great Dublin bands around yeah. at the time. They really were. It was unbelievable. The scene was great. The scene was a real underground scene. Okay. Everybody, you walked in and everybody knew you. Okay. Yes. Except Marcus Connington. I remember myself, Marcus Connington, going up to see Dave Lewis and the Method come back. And um, the day before, Dave had. Um, been in an accident, broke his, his arm. He couldn't play, right. and we were we were we were sitting there. Thing, and so next thing was announced on the thing, and um, we were saying, "Look!" But he said this other guitar player, who's only seventeen year old, was called Gary Moore, had come down That's with stuff, them, really, yeah. and we couldn't believe it. Like, you know, I'd heard about him, hadn't heard him, but yeah. I'd heard about him. Same with Marcus Connington at the time, and what we were there anyway. But there was this lad up, and I know I knew him well because. I wouldn't say he was the laughing stock, but he, we all said to ourselves, like, you know, he, this fellow's good and he has, you know what, <laughs> to get up on stage because he couldn't play. Yeah. And um, I remember saying that night, because he got up a half the way through as well, too, and then done it again. And I said to Marks that night, that fellow's going to be brilliant. And he said, do you think so? So he has sort of power. I don't know what it is, I right. said, but he was. And it t- turned out to be Jimmy Faulkner. Jimmy Faulkner. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Who passed away, of course, yeah. as you know, a few years right, ago. Yeah. Went played with everybody he played with every and no matter who play, played in the, if anybody was one he would be there he was with Christy Moore and all yeah you don't you don't play for Christy Moore if you're not a good player no you don't it's not true he was a super player and the scene then changed then in the 80s it did then, yeah yeah um kind of from heavy metal kind of you you were getting in a lot of um, big american bands then true very true in, it in got the 80s. huge then and sometimes you think maybe too big again the the, the venues got too small yeah that it was, was very problem, hard to get tickets and all the, the top hat. Um, yeah, the top hat was being used a lot then. Yeah, and it was it was a great venue. Yeah, great Would venue. You believe I was never there at it. Well, you're not. No. The top hat. No. The SFX. She I was Slayer and all played there. I know. I know. I know. You know I mean, See, I Anthrax played there. Of course, <laughs> you know what I mean. And it was really brilliant. Rough. And then McGonigal's then. McGonigal's, of course, we were using exactly. McGonigal's at the time. I remember. I remember working with um with the lad um he knew, who now he he at the time he was managing therapy, and um what you call it he. Just done it for a few months, and we, I think, if I'm not mistaken, we done, I think it was 28 shows or 30 shows yeah. on a period of a few months, okay. one every two weeks. Not one ticket didn't sell. Yeah. The whole lot, Sacred Right, were played. Yeah. Def Leppard even went in there. Yeah. Ozzy went in there. Yeah. Jesus. One every two weeks on McGonagall's. It was great. And people would come in and buy the ticket and then put £5 off at the time, which was, it was only about £8 off the next ticket for the fo- two weeks after. Put yeah. their names down yeah, and collect them down on the day. Wow. Yeah. That's nice, oh, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It was brilliant. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And of course, then again, um, you know, it, it was all word of mouth, really. And yeah. through you. Big you know? time. Big time. Yeah. You know, it was all word of there mouth. There was no social media. But that's media. the way we wanted it, though. Yes, yes. Wanted that way, you know. What um, I, mean? I remember two lads there now that they were um, going to see Motorhead and um, they're playing the city hall. They were looking forward to it. It was, it was the first Motorhead album, actually. I think it was. And yeah. They went and arrived to the city hall, and it was cancelled. And yeah. nobody told them they yeah. couldn't put the bomber hanging yeah. off the roof thing, of the yeah. city That's hall. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. these things went on then. Yeah. See, there was a whole new world over here. It was at the time, you know. Yeah. But Ben, I, 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 I actually seen bands come in here and went off the stage because they didn't like the size of it in the stadium and uh, because your man didn't like the size of the stage she was on. Really? The Strawbs, yeah. 
You serious? Yeah. yeah? People had to walk out. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And after the, uh, no refunds or nothing, they just oh, like, I think they got refunds, all right. But yeah. it's just that everybody was in sitting down waiting on him to play. Yeah, didn't play. Just wouldn't play then. Jesus no. Christ. No. Um, then kind of going in, like I mean, the eighties was the golden era. Then um, did did you, yeah. any of the Metallica lads? Um, did you ever meet any of them? Oh, I met them all. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. I did. Yeah. I went. I met them in England. I went over with Uni- with Universal Records uh, just to to uh, meet them. Um, on two occasions, but yeah, they were a one. But they, they they come over here and they come down. Um, but you know, the sound seller was selling records by Metallica before I ever anybody even knew who they were. Right, we'd got into it. Lucky enough, we'd had, and I got in. I had to import the stuff in all the time. And because um, in those days you wouldn't get them over here. Okay, yeah. A lot of people reckon now, since they actually did sign for the majors labels, they're on road run at that stage. But they were made that they've gone backwards more than forwards. You yeah. Know? Um, any kind of out of out of the gigs as you've probably seen thousands is there any kind of standout moments there for you um, what kind of bands well I've seen through? Rory Gallagher of course he was brilliant ok there you go yeah. I'm with no disrespect to car people he was born in Ballyshannon <laughs> he's ours go away <laughs> <laughs> that's, because, that's because I've got relations in Ballyshannon <laughs> my wife's family live up there very good <laughs> <laughs> I had to get that in yeah yeah, yeah. I'm hoping <laughs> he was born in the Abbey <laughs> well do you know what I'm hoping to get Donald Landis at some stage as well oh, as yeah of course so. we don't you yeah of course yeah. Yeah. but uh, Rory stand out uh, anything else brilliant altogether F- f- uh, Tin Lizzie were brilliant they were all yeah. excellent all together My, all the bands that you know, it would be very hard for me to say who I liked I've seen 10 years after ones who were absolutely stunning okay. yeah uh, stunning um, couldn't believe how good Alan Lee was yeah. um, he was an amazing guitar player I but I, I seen um, the Climax Blues band I seen you know all those bands in the time they were huge the, the ro- sort of rock blues okay, not just yeah. blues you know, yeah. you know Savoy Brown Amazing, yeah. yeah Jethro so. Tull. I seen them. the first time they ever came to London. I was there at the time. I was were you looking, there? Yeah, and they were there. They came to the stadium. They really, played in yeah. the National Stadium. Yeah, yeah. And so the Fleetwood Mac, the and original. Now there's my favourite guitar. Oh, player, well, Peter there Green. You go, Peter Green. Yeah, yeah. he's he's played Cork. I met him. Times. I met him, and I met him in Cork. He actually spent loads of times in Cork with Paddy yeah. Egan. He did, and then he spent some time in Dublin as well before mm. he actually went back. Yeah, to England. And sure, I mean, even the the new, well, new as in inverted comma, Fleetwood Mac, I've seen them two or three times, yeah. and you're, they're just unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know? They still yeah. are a great band. Yeah. I tell you, it was brilliant too, um, um, Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton, Amazing, yeah. amazing guitar player. Yeah. He just makes it look so effortless. Oh, well, that's it. It's just, just, and it's like nearly boring doing, on stage, yeah. you know? If you hear him doing Double Trouble live, my God, yeah. the guitar solo he does in that is just, yeah. and every time you hear it, it gets better. Exactly, yeah. You know? Um, what about George Thorogood and Destroyers? Yeah, I, I met George Thorogood. Did you really, yeah? I never thought he was the finished product, though. Yes, okay. I Great see player, but the solos that. didn't didn't go on that they should have. Yeah. Like, I love that. that this, I love slow players, especially yeah. um, Dwayne, Dwayne Allman. Oh, yeah. You know. Um, Great example, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, great players. And people don't say that we went, used to go on too long, but no. Mm. No. What about Jeff Healy? Yeah, great player. His band were brilliant. Okay, yeah. This band were an yeah. absolutely stunning band. You know, I mean, um, they, 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 they're still going around. They play with the Roids, now one of them does. Yeah. But great bands. Like, uh, just, um, when you just, it's, 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 it's hard to understand. You, you, when you go to a blues concert, if, the, if they're not all working right at the end of the night, it's crap. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So you have to have the right people with you. And you these were the right people. Yeah. Like, look at Jeff Healy's band were together for years. Yeah, 
you know, a band like that does that. Tight, you see. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It allows them to work around the fringes, yeah. you know? Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Of course it does, yeah, yeah. Um, going back there, I think the first album I bought off you, and you laugh at this, um, was Overkill Taking Over. Brilliant. Still sells. Really? Still sells. In my top ten sellers of all time. Is it? Yeah. One of them in the oh. top ten. Anymore? Of, uh, outside Metallica and all them, Testament, The Gathering. Oh, there's some album, yeah, yes. Yeah, with Lombardo on it and Murphy. Yes, that was dream combination, yeah, really, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, brilliant. That's another one of your favourites. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you another album I love, and I, I can't get it, I haven't been able to get it for a long time, but I will come across it again. A band called Grip Inc. Oh, yeah. The very first Lombardo, Lombardo and Murphy as well. Did and he? That, yeah. You, you, if I played it for you now, you would think it was Testament. Jesus. Yeah, okay. no, but that, that's a great album. Now, they've got two albums out. The second one... It's not as good, of course, the two boys are not on it. But the first one, it's just called Grip Inc. Yeah. That's the one to get, if you can find it. That, yeah, that's an old one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think but they only done the two, that's all. Yeah, because he, he formed them after Slayer. That's right, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know about Slayer after, Which, after if you, leaving. Yeah, well, that's... Ah, I thought they were great. The lad from Exodus was brilliant with them. Yeah. The, the, what you call it, there's another great band that people don't know about. And I do try to push it, because it took me a long time to get it. And I had to import her in from the States, was um, Dublin Death Patrol. Oh, yeah, we all know Dublin Death Patrol down Cork, yeah, anyway, yeah. ironically enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chuck because Billy's band, yeah. Billy's, that's right, yeah. The two albums are brilliant. They're yeah, amazing, yeah. absolutely yeah. amazing. Some, some well worth getting. If you're into that sort of, if you're into that trash metal stuff, it's it has to be in your in your collection. Yeah, that's a very good point. Unfortunately, they, ne- they never recorded them in, they never released them in vinyl. It's all just CDs. Yeah, it's interesting um, because, uh, yeah, Testament are always there. They're a band that are always just turn up at a gig and just yeah. blow you away. You know, so yeah, but like we were talking earlier on between you, I, lo- I love this band, Grand Magus. Same thing, three lads in the car, turn up, no roadies, just do it all themselves, get on and blow your yeah. bread. Brilliant, yeah. absolutely stunning. And uh, you were actually on about another band there, uh, which you're giving a shout out there to Crow Black Chicken. Crow Black Chicken, what a band! So, have you seen Crow Black Chicken live? Yeah, would you believe I haven't? Haven't you? No, you're no, just I haven't seen them because I work so I tell you, I, I, I work so much, many hours and all, it gets to a point where. You can only do so much. Yeah. And your body starts telling you to slow down a bit. Yeah. Now, well, I'm not saying I'm getting old, shit, but man. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, I, w- I would like to go to see them. They they play up in Arthur's there in, in um, Thomas Street there. And I believe they're playing a gig soon, so I will go to see them. It's fascinating that you love them just through listening to them. You I, know? I can make an album out in a minute. I, yeah. can just, I, I seem to just be able to click. Um, I pick up bands where no one else has heard of, and I, just, and I do sell them. Yeah. I yeah. don't, you know what I mean? I don't just sit on an LP, and that's why they have all the all all their albums are on sale here. There's actually one there on the wall that was recorded. It's a it's a live album only for sale in the sound cellar. Ah, right. Okay. And that's nearly all gone now. But for ten euros, but the, the the sleeves on them and all these lads don't just do things halfway. Yeah. They do it to full. They go into a full. Each album has its own booklet in it. Like yes, thirteen euro. You know, some people say, "Oh, I'd rather have live albums than studios." Yeah, it's great that you get these people in mm. coming in here all the time. And one fellow called Live Steve, he won't buy anything unless it's live. Another Jesus. lad, he's into the blues, but he won't buy it unless the lad is coloured. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm up with that all the time. I'm going on. So again, these people, the lads are talking about Greg Crow right now, and they're, it's hard. They don't know whether they're better live or on studio, but that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's is, great. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant. True. They have a new live album coming soon too. Ah, very they good. They have, yes, yeah. Um, again, and they're Irish, crucially. Brilliant. You know, Absolutely amazing. That's, that's kind of what this um, podcast is about, is promoting Irish um, yeah, of course. music. You know? Why not? 
and um, at the moment the the metal scene um, is fantastic and we've got the siege now coming up on Sunday yeah, yeah, as well yeah. bad reputation down Limerick are doing great work there yeah, again course, promoting yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, how do you feel about the Irish scene yourself, um, music-wise? Do you think they're they're able to shift a lot of albums, bands? That that's a hard question, because something is definitely wrong. Yeah. Because these bands are as good as that, and I sell. Yes. And as you know yourself, the underground scene, especially the black metal stuff, if you want to go there, yeah. you get them over here, and they're so bad. Like you know, they, they, I remember they sent me over albums years gone by. Just a, a, a label, I can't remember, for the life of me, I can't remember the name at the moment of the, of the actual label, and they were cheap. They were so cheap that I could sell them at eight euros. Right. But I couldn't hear that. Only noise. Okay. All these bands are a hundred times better than some of these. Yeah. A hundred times. It's it's incredible. Mm. Like, you know, it's, it's and, and, you know, all, all across the board. But my big problem is, and I always had it here, I don't know why it is, a lot of Irish bands don't, don't get in touch with them, bring the albums in to sell them. Right, okay. Because you gladly do it. Of course. Yeah. Maybe they just don't know. Well, maybe that's it. That's maybe that's because I've said it loads of times, and I've sent war to these different bands, and they'd be knocking oh, on your door now, which mind. is great. I don't you know? mind. Which you is know, great. I don't mind. You know, um, you know, the the, the crow black chicken, um, um, what you call it? Um, when they started off first, I'd sent war to them, and they didn't know anything at all. And then, and then they, they had a lot of their stuff in um, in um, one of the shops said it went bust with their yeah. business and all. So then they came down and asked me, and I was delighted to do it. And they've mm. done very well over here since they put them in. Yeah. What about um, you? Because I, I'm not going to sit there and watch them up on thing. I'm going to be there telling people, look, if you, especially foreigners come in here during the year because of the name of the place, now and say, have you any Irish metal? There it is. Yeah. I got a load of Irish metal there, there last year from the different small things around town. There, I sold every single one of them. There's Brilliant. nothing left. Jesus. Nothing. Yeah. It's mad. No, isn't you're not going to sell millions of them. Yeah, I know. But yeah, if you yeah. hand if me in a half there. dozen, I'll sell them. If you send me in a dozen, I'll do too much level best. I don't like yeah. giving back stuff that I haven't sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not course, my yeah. way of doing things, you know. Of course, yeah. And again, um, you'd uh, was it World Record Day, was it? Record Store Day. World, World Record Store Day. How yeah, did that yeah. go for you? It was brilliant. But again, the problem was no Irish bands. Tim Lizzie. Yeah. Everybody has ten issues. Yes, I do. wanted the newer bands. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at. But then again, it costs money to it do does, these things. Yeah, That's the problem. It costs it, money. It, costs it does it. cost money. Yeah. But come down and have a look at the at the. Um, I said, come down and have a look at Crawbladge. They they're a great example to you. Or even get in touch with those lads. They'll help you. Well, yeah. no problem. Yeah. Yeah. They they can do it. Yeah. If they can do it, anybody can do it. They're in Spain, they're in England, they're all over the place and they're getting they're getting to be well known. Yeah. They put me in mind of an of a rocky version of John Mayall. Yeah. Have you ever heard of John, John Mayall's Mayall and the Blues album? Yeah. yeah. With but the, the album he done with Mick Taylor, um, um Laurel Canyon. Yeah. Listen to that. Yeah. And you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Amazing yeah. album. And the two lads then, uh Steve and Gav um, Yeah, yeah. They, they love metal anyway yeah, you know of course yeah big mass, they've got the feeling for it actually. that's the yeah, thing yeah yeah it wouldn't be like they're not too far away from clutch really no 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 you, know? you can say that too yeah yeah you can say it. but you see i'm dealing with a different clientele down here it's very hard to know where you what what wall do you put them on i had them up there over Orden maiden yeah because <laughs> everybody's going to be looking at Orden maiden then and say yeah, see that band there too yes, so yes, that's, yes, the, yes. that's what you do <laughs> Um, how do you think vinyl is uh, vinyl is going at the moment? Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I never went out of vinyl. Well, yeah, I, I always had vinyl. Yeah, you did, yeah. It, like the lowest, my, my, the lowest, um, um, I was doing an interview last week when I said the same thing, the lowest I ever got as far as percentage of, of the shop on, on, on LP is the lowest part was about 25, 26%. 
was the lowest I ever went down. So, yeah. you know, meals still. Yeah. And what, what do you think about um, prices now as well? Are you governed by other people in relation to what you charge? No, I can't govern by anybody. Yeah, good. <laughs> it's, That's it's, good uh, to hear. No, I won't. That day I'll go. <laughs> if that happened to me. Yeah. Um, but I do know, I do know that shops are giving out about this um, um, downloading and all that and buying it abroad. If the shops and the record companies got together and made it the prices better, there's no need. Like, how can you walk into shops and sell, pay, say, fourteen ninety nine for a Madonna's CD, and you go up the road and Saxon is is twenty something euro? Yeah, it's a good example. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. That doesn't work. Yes, yeah, the Tesco's and, and stuff. When, when I when I when I asked about it, you know, what I was I was told straight. Well, we don't sell too much of the metal stuff, so we have to get our prices on them. That's a load of crap. That's crap. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. And again, like, and I mean, like, it's 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 young people that are buying the vinyl now yeah, because it's a, it's a novelty for yeah, them, you know. Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't be used to it. What about yeah. cassettes? Still going. I, I can get them when I can get them. Like Def Leppard released one lately. I'm Metallica. Really? On yeah. Cassette, yeah. Yeah. I got ACDCs uh, back in black lately too on, on yeah. cassette. See, the problem you have there, yeah, <laughs> it's a, the problem you have there is that um, it's very hard to go and buy a cassette tape now. Yeah. Or or, or a, a, a machine, a machine player. Yes. Say, yeah. Player. Yeah. 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 Jesus, when you think of it, like I mean, yeah. back like that's probably because like a lot of a lot of us were broke when we were kids, you know. Yeah. The first thing you kind of would be able to get your hands on would be a cassette. That's it, yeah. you know. And then you'd kind of save up and work towards the yeah. vinyl. Then, yeah, you know? of course, yeah, yeah. But um, I, but I was, I was disappointed. Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah, because the sound was so good. But then again, the more times you played it, it stretched, and then it was gone. <laughs> You'd have <laughs> you to get the pencil out to yeah, fix the reel. Did, yeah. <laughs> but you know, all in all, though. You know, you know the the music in general. I think one of the mistakes that's been made is that <clears throat> you need promoters to push stuff into the likes of Cork, like City Hall, and all. Get that feeling back into it that was there mm. in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, and I'm not just saying that because of Cork. Yeah. I've like I've gone around. I went around. I done five tours where he clapped him, and when he went over here and all, we we played in Carlow and everywhere. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, in um, you know, he played even in Dundalk. He did. Right, Captain Captain, did. yeah, he did. Yeah, he went on the cut out the gear a lot, you know, and, yeah, and okay. then you can put it They were brilliant. He didn't actually play it down in the army barracks down in the on Island Bridge. Jesus, mad, isn't it? Yeah, because because you see, they used to the the army were uh, would be training in behind the um the national stadium, and he promised them that he would play sometimes. So he did. Right. He played up in the in the uh, in the army barracks. Yeah, different times, don't they? Yeah, it was great though. Yeah, innocent times, yeah. brilliant though. People enjoy themselves. I just think nowadays, it's just then push out the boat that bit further because the room is there. Mm. Cork is there. Yeah, the fans are there. Of course they are. Of course yeah. they are. They are. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Yeah. As a, a lot of bands, um, a lot of new bands now kind of um, use social media to their advantage, and um, it gets them out more, gets people aware of them more. How do you feel about the whole social media side of things? I in hate it. Opinion? You hate it. Okay, yeah. Go on. Go I don't. On. I don't answer my phone. Yeah. Because for the one reason. Because <laughs> if I do answer my phone, if somebody even looking for something, they're not on to ask me how I am, my house, talking or anything like that. It's they want something. Yeah. And come in and ask me. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. don't talk to me over, over a bloody... Over a and the texting business. It must be joking me. Yeah. I've only ever texted once in my life. Yeah. And that was to thank my wife for buying me my first phone <laughs> and my daughter showed me how to do it and I haven't texted since then 
Now, come here, we were all ringing you back in the day. Yeah. Oh, know. no, that's, I'm ta- that, that's, that the shop is different. <laughs> the shop, I know people are coming on. The, the, they are coming on to talk to me, bizarre. Oh, and the t- what thing. It's not like Texas and phones. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. You ever notice when you get text as well, too? Oh, you know, it's at the very start. People forget how to spell. Yeah. Crap. Tommy. Could you imagine a- us doing this internet now, this interview now on Texan? <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not with you, you know, anyway. <laughs> holy jeez, I just wouldn't be able for it. So listen, um, Tommy. As I said, you're an icon for all of us. Mm. Um, the store is iconic. We all we all love to come up here when there's gigs and stuff. We'll call in, say hello. It's very very nice of you to say that, and it means a lot to me. And I will say now, lads that are listening, get your albums, Irish metal bands, get your albums into Tommy. Tommy will just. I hope in the summer, especially this year. I'm going to try and push it more the early scene. Good, yeah. Fair Big play, time. Too. I'd love to do it. Yeah. I don't care if I make money over or not. Probably won't. Never do. Small bands like that. No. Yeah, it's great. It's great yeah. that you're you're behind that. Oh, so. God, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. It's brilliant. So uh, you've been listening to The Metal Cell with uh, Tommy Toy live in the Sound Cellar. Um, be sure to comment, like on Facebook and Instagram. And um, any if you want to get in contact with me, it's themetalcell at gmail.com. And a special shout out as well to uh, Verkulak, um from Dublin, the black death metal band. Um, Tommy wants to acknowledge them. And uh, their CD is also for sale in the sound cellar. So once again, Tommy, Cheers, thanks a million. No problem Cheers. at all. It was Bye. delighted.